Hey guys, and welcome to Be The Change, where science is broken down to be easily understood. During this journey, we hope to pass along information that will transform your thinking more integratively and in turn into a healthier lifestyle. Your hosts, Abby Borkowski and Connor Borowski. Guys, today's a very exciting topic that Abby and I are both passionate about. It's the release of serotonin and dopamine naturally in the body. Abby? Yeah, I want you to just give our audience um, a quick brief overview of what the difference between dopamine and serotonin is. Without going too in-depth, serotonin is a hormone that stabilizes your mood, your feeling of well-being, and happiness. And dopamine is a brain chemical that influences your mood and feelings of reward. So that's the gist of the two. They kind of go hand in hand, but they're a little bit different and there's different ways that you can release both. Yeah. So basically, Connor, if you want to hit on dopamine, I'll hit on serotonin throughout this um, little episode, but I know you listen to Andrew Huberman and he talks a lot about dopamine and how it's more so of a process that like a longer process leads to a bigger reward. Um, so if you want to tap into the ideology behind that sort of, and give our listeners brief overview of that. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways that you can release dopamine, but I really want to hint on the natural ways uh, more in depth, but just to kind of go a little bit of overview, drinking alcohol will release dopamine. It's like a feel good chemical. You almost feel like you're on top of the world. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's not necessarily going to an external source of dopamine. So we kind of want to stay away from that. And basically what I want to get into is when you have something that you're passionate about, or you enjoy doing, and everyone's like, I can't wait to the end. I'm going to get this big release of happiness or dopamine, so to speak. That's not really the way it works. It's more so when you're doing what you're doing, the process, you're going to have dopamine releases along the way. And that's kind of what gets you to the end. And usually when you get to the end, there's not really that big of a dopamine release, like the, the reward chemical. It's the small, simple steps along the way. And going back to the podcast that we've done, I can tell you that there have been small dopamine releases along the way because it's the process that we've entailed doing that. And you can take Abby, your semester, for instance, you know, each week that goes by and more work you get done, you're going to have a, a happy feeling at the end of each week or at the end of a softball game. If you go four for four with two doubles and six RBIs, whatever it may be, it's the small steps along the way that get the dopamine release, the reward chemical that makes you feel good. Does that make sense? Yeah. So basically I look at it as your life is never, there's never an end point to your life. Your whole life is a journey and a process and each little step there's different rewards. So I even go back to using this when I first decided to make a lifestyle change every week, I would make a new goal for myself. And over that course of, so basically for one year, I made 52 little goals and accomplishing each goal 
was such like so rewarding because you need that to get to your next stage. So start small, start simple and gradually build on that. And the reward gets even bigger and bigger once you accomplish something. And even a setback, like don't let that get in your way of persevering and pushing forward because when you have a setback and you overcome it, I think the reward is even bigger. Do you agree with that? I totally agree with that. And I think that your perfect example of having natural dopamine releases throughout the day by going through a walk, getting the blood flowing and how happy does that make you feel? Pretty good. Uh, Just being in nature and being outside, yeah, the fresh air, honestly, the sunlight, it all just like accumulates and feels so much better after I just go outside and come back, uh, even just a couple minutes. But this one saying they say of just put your shoes on and go outside for five minutes and you'll be amazed by where you end up because it's more so just the process of getting yourself to go outside. And once you're out there, I like I find myself personally, it's easier just to stay out there longer and then I'm happier when I come back. Yeah, it's it's really just the small things that you can do daily, going for a walk, going for a bike ride, hike, going to exercise, um, making a healthy meal choice. It's those small things that are going to accumulate and release dopamine throughout the day that are really going to help you live a happier lifestyle. Now, I really want you to kind of hone in on the serotonin because I know you've done some research and you know a little bit more about this than I do. Yeah. So let me touch on that, but I want to go back to the dopamine. I want to make one last thing is um, if you're like me, (laughs) I don't know about you, Connor, but I love puzzles. I love puzzles. I love games, anything that picks my brain, because I realize it's the process of finishing something that takes a while. That's so satisfying. So that's why I personally like, doing a 1000 piece puzzles is because it's the process and the journey of doing it. It's not finishing it, but it's getting the little baby steps in between each day, gradually building on it. So going into serotonin to wrap up dopamine then is I want to start with, you were talking about movement, right? And how good movement is for the body. And it's like a natural releaser. Um, So when you work out, do you feel better after you work out? I feel better during and after. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I want to, I'm going to take us into the science behind why we feel good after we work out we hear these things called endorphins. So basically we have, we eat tryptophan. Tryptophan is an amino acid and it is found in foods such as eggs, meat, fish, nuts, seeds, and A lot of people, we have these branch amino acids in our body, and that actually masks over the tryptophan. So stay with me here. So we we have tryptophan in our body. We have these branch amino acids. It masks over the body, but once you start to move, your body uses up these branch amino acids. So it releases tryptophan, and it makes tryptophan available to then bind with vitamin D to convert to serotonin. So that's when you have the the endorphin release is when your tryptophan becomes unmasked because by working out, you're using up your branch amino acids. And then that available tryptophan binds to vitamin D and converts into serotonin. So 
this is important. Just let me ask you one more question. What is another source of vitamin D that also makes you happy? The sun. The sun. Get outside. (laughs) But, okay, so vitamin D, three-fourths of our population is deficient in vitamin D. An easy way to do this, it is a I'm not, it is a cheap supplement that you can buy on Amazon. Go do it today. Like it is, if there's one supplement that anybody in the Northeast region needs, it is vitamin D because we do not get it. Yeah. Um, So vitamin D will help create the serotonin by binding to the tryptophan. And remember when you move, the tryptophan becomes available to bind to the vitamin D. So it's really combining if you're, so that's why walking is so good because you're moving and you're getting the vitamin D. So it's like so much serotonin release at, at the end of it. So that's kind of the science. Does that make sense, Connor? No, that makes total sense. And I know a lot of people that aren't too familiar in the science world as, you know, the amino acids that you're touching on, they hear tryptophan as the, they would say it's probably a chemical from the turkey that makes them tired. Don't get confused on that because this tryptophan is very important that boosts your vitamin D that will help you feel happier and have a more well-being life. It's don't get that confused. And I know that you may not know the difference, but trust Abby on this. It's, it's a very important amino acid that binds to your vitamin D that helps produce serotonin. And let me ask you a question because I know that you heard this as well. And I wasn't planning on going here until I just remembered. Where is 90% of your serotonin produced? It is produced in your stomach. So that is why having a healthy gut is so important because of your gut brain access. And it's actually connected. So your gut is it's called your second brain. And now they're even saying like it's equivalent to your brain because it actually controls the like chemical release and messengers inside your brain to help you like live a um, happier life. And you can elaborate on that more. I just know that it's called the gut brain access for a reason. Yeah. That's the gut and the brain are connected through the vagus nerve. And nine, I heard from a different podcast that 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. And like Abby was saying, it's, it kind of, it boils down to the food you eat. And if you don't have a healthier lifestyle, when it comes to nutrition, the serotonin you're going to produce is going to be far less than you would if you eat healthy and you exercise. And I want to get too deep into that because I haven't done enough research, but I have done some to know that 90% is produced in your stomach. So Therefore, the healthier you eat, the greater amount of serotonin you're going to produce naturally. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, To elaborate on that even more, I know specifically that we as a whole, like America, United States, our omega-3 to omega-6, which is our fatty acid ratio, is off balance. So we haven't overload of omega-6 fatty acids is of all these processed corn oils, canola oils, seed oils, um, fake butters, uh, all these processed foods. It's loaded, loaded with omega-6s and we're not getting enough omega-3s, which comes from wild caught fish, um, salmon, nuts, seeds, avocado, you name it, any healthy fat. 
and our balance, our ratio is off by one to 17. So we have one omega threes to 17 omega sixes. And this is basically like the foundation root of all these chronic diseases, such as like diabetes, obesity, and on. And this is important coming back to serotonin, because if we fix this in ratio to one to one, so we decrease our processed foods, increase our natural, healthy fats, such as avocado, nuts, seeds, salmon, sardines, etc. It fixes the permeability. So the membrane, our cells have a membrane and that allows chemicals to go um, in and out. And right now, if you have this one to 17 ratio, your permeability is going to be extremely leaky and your membrane's going to be kind of ruined. So if you fix that balance and try to make it one-to-one, the permeability of the membrane fixes and it allows the serotonin to be uptake greater into the cells. So essentially, if you eat healthier fats, get rid of processed ones, you'll have more serotonin that's able, that's, is able to take by the cells in the body. That's a great point. And like Abby said, it's our cells are permeable and 75% of them are fat. And the outside of the cell is called a phospholipid bilayer, which is a phosphate head with two tails. Anyways, what she's talking about is that the healthier you eat and the healthier fats, they're going to be able to get into the cell easier and make it more nutritious and have a healthier turn, create better proteins from the amino acids on the inside. It's going to be a, it's like a machine. Look at it as like a machine. You're not going to want to run on. So you're not going to want to drive a car that's got a half rusted frame and a transmission that's broken down. Are you? No, you want everything to be well-oiled and crisp shape so you can run smoothly and efficiently and get you from point A to point B back to point A efficiently without having any mishaps. So that's why she said the omega-3 to omega-6 is very important. A lot of people are way off, like she said, one to 17 ratio, and it should be, what is the ratio three to six? Do you know? Not to be one to one, but right now, like as a society, we're eating for every one thing we eat, that has omega-3s in it, we're eating 17 times the amount of omega-6s. And that actually leads me further into saying that 88% of our nation is metabolically unhealthy and only 12% is metabolically healthy. And that goes to show, that's why we're having so many, um, I think, just health issues and crisis is going around the world is because of that number right there. 88% of our population is unhealthy. Only 12% is healthy. And if we can reverse those numbers, we will see such different outcomes. And um, going back to the omega-3s, this is um, this is sort of rooted around like the Mediterranean diet. And that's why you see uh, a lot of people advertise it is because it really does focus on balancing out these um, fatty acid ratios. And I think that's super important to having a health brain access then because a happy gut has a happy mind. That couldn't have been said more perfectly. Um, Yeah. So really getting into the nutrition part to help release dopamine and serotonin 
and just natural ways to release them. Is there anything else you want to add that you do personally that you know would help you to release dopamine and for any sort of reward if you're feeling down or kind of sad? Yeah, so first things first is in the morning, if I do not even feel like going outside, I will go outside, get some fresh air, get some sunlight because that naturally wakes me up um, instead of going for the coffee first thing in the morning because that will actually set you back. So get some fresh air, expose your eyes to that sunlight and then have your cup of coffee and that will sort of balance out your cortisol levels for the day. It will help you. And then I will just focus on eating a lot of fatty foods such as avocados. Um, I love almonds. I love walnuts, um, any of the seeds, cashews, nuts. And then um, I, okay. I love, love, love olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil. I, I use that as like salad dressings almost. I just like pour that over. Um, that's a game changer. Stay away from the commercial made salad dressings because they're full of the canola oils, which is remember again, high in omega six fatty acids. And it's really hidden in a lot of stuff that we eat that we don't even know, like your peanut butter jars. A lot of it is made with peanuts and then it will be made with canola oil. No, just get the peanut butter. That's just natural peanuts. And um, salad dressings, like I just said, chips, they're all in chips. Um, even your breads and stuff like that, you can check the labels of that stuff too, but it's really hidden in a lot of foods and just being cognizant and aware of it, I think will really help to balance out the ratio. And that was the biggest one I really felt was like balancing out this ratio in my body was when I really realized that, um, I had like a healthier mind and just mindset going into anything. No, that makes total sense. And just kind of getting that ratio down to what works best for you and helps you understand your own body and what makes you feel the best. I know there have been times where I've been kind of, I don't know if you want to call it stressed or, you know, sad or down, maybe just a lot going on. And when you take a step back and you kind of set up small goals, goals for yourself, like you mentioned earlier, and you start to tackle those goals one by one, you start to get out of this funk that you may be in and just kind of feel happier. Like you're tackling each step along the way. And it's a reward chemical, the dopamine that's released because you're being productive and you're doing something that you know is beneficial to you. And that's just, it's exciting and you feel good about it. Is there anything that you do when you may be in some sort of funk for yourself that would help you naturally get out of that to release other than maybe going outside? Yeah. So I, I know what I always go to is I keep a journal. Um, I try and journal maybe a couple days a week, um, but I will write all my, whatever I'm thinking down in my journal. And that's a way for me to let out anything because like we have to let out what's going on in our life. And if I don't have anybody to talk to during that time, I'll just write it down first. And then I will honestly probably do yoga or Pilates just to keep my mind off of whatever's going on and surround myself by uplifting people with um, like a mini meditation at the end that really helps, I feel like. And then honestly, 
probably just call my parents <laughs> and talk to them because they're always super supportive. But I just think finding people who lift you up and surrounding yourself by people instead of that bring you down is super important also. Um, what do you do when you're in a funk? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, what I do is I kind of isolate myself because if I know I'm in a funk, I know that subconsciously I I'm there subconsciously, like consciously no one ever chooses to be upset. And if you do, I don't know what to tell you, maybe talk to somebody. But what I do is I'll open up a book or I'll do yoga. Like you said, any sort of movement, I might go exercise. I'll play with my dog. Um, if it's at night, meditation is big for me. There's a lot of days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to meditate for 20 minutes before bed. But I tell you what, when I'm done doing that, it's like, I am so glad I did that. And it's just those one of those things where you may not necessarily want to do it at the time. But once you get it done, it's that feel good chemical, the dopamine that's released. So I know by opening the book or doing yoga or exercise, or maybe just calling somebody, I might even throw on music. Everybody's different. And you need to understand that what works for me may not work for you. And that's okay. Just figure out what works best for you and do it to the best of your abilities and do it wholeheartedly. So you can get the best release of dopamine that you can at the end, because that's what you're really looking for is to get out of any sort of funk that you're in to feel better. Cause you don't ever choose to feel sad. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I do. If that answered your question. Yeah, totally. That's it. Um, I think it's a great way to wrap it up too, is just like dopamine and serotonin. It's not the end all be all, but there are ways naturally to help increase. You hear why movement is so good. The endorphin release, I sort of tapped into the science behind it and why, and then just finding a diet and well, not a diet, but finding foods that work for you that help keep your tummy happy and that will in turn help keep your brain happy too. So I personally really like the Mediterranean focusing on foods like that, um, increasing more of the healthy fats and also highly recommend a vitamin D supplement. I get mine on Amazon. Um, you can get them anywhere. Just start on that and it will really help, especially if you're in the Northeast, not getting a lot of sunlight because sunlight as our natural vitamin D, but we don't get any of that really here, which is super sad. So, um, I think that's really all. depressing, really. I, it really is. It's so sad. I like the sunlight's out actually right now. So it's like beaming in my room, but that's about it. That's about all we got here. <laughs> yeah, guys. So to wrap up this episode on serotonin and dopamine, I just, my biggest thing that I want you to take away from this is to find something that will help you to release it naturally. Now, alcohol is one way that a lot of people go to when they're feeling sad. And I just, I don't want that for you um, simply because it's an unhealthy way to do it. Um, exercise, the Mediterranean diet, as Abby stated before, uh, exercise. I think I maybe already said that, but there's I'm a lot right. of different med meditation, reading something that you can do 
that has no really external way to do it. Like do it naturally and get out and get to the sun, move your body and just find what works for you. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's great. Just be conscious with what you're doing. Don't do something that's unconscious. And really when you put your mind to it and you create small goals and you achieve those, you realize that um, the path that you're on is rewarding. And in the end, you'll get to where you want to be. So that's all I have today. So I hope you'd enjoyed this podcast episode and we will see you next time. Thanks guys so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate and review the episode as it helps us to understand how we're doing moving forward so we can make this podcast the best for you and for everybody else. Thanks again until next week.